What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their business for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Nitesh Mystery, Nigel Metcalf, who are the founding team of Secured. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? Hey, thanks, thanks for having us, Matt. 100% glad to have you on. Looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. I think to kick us off, Nitesh, tell me, like, what what what's your company? What is Secured? What are you working yeah, on? I mean, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I think Secured is, uh, it's a company looking to solve the complex problem of being able to, uh, you know, proactively, but also efficiently moderate and authenticate 3D assets, um, and basically protect against theft manipulation and IP infringement. Um, we do that by, you know, ultimately, we're in the process of building a proprietary technology that leverages AI that can real-time scan and analyze the unique properties of 3D assets. So looking at textures and, and, and meshes and, and essentially compare against an existing library um, to essentially authenticate that uh, that asset isn't stolen or infringing on IP. So summary, you know, basically the evolution of content moderation, but really hyper-focused on 3D um, and not just surface level 2D image recognition, one-to-one -one matching, and and deconstructing uh, a 3D asset down to its source geometry and textures. So, Nigel, walk me through a little bit about like how this works. If someone were to like use the product or become a customer or user, can you kind of like walk me through like what's going on when when they use the product? Yeah. So, I guess from the get-go, let's say we were a customer. We had a uh, portal for UGC. A lot of uh, existing uh, platforms and games that are up and coming are are using UGC user-generated content to kind of build out their ecosystem. Um, we've seen a lot of big big companies do that now, but I think every developer is kind of taking that lead and working through it. So the way we come in is we integrate seamlessly kind of right at ingestion point. So when you submit an asset, let's say you're, you're on Roblox and you're submitting some uh, clothing for an avatar, we will take sort of a snapshot of some of the elements of that asset and generate some fingerprints, so to speak. Fingerprints that we can then rapidly go through when scanning existing libraries. So, so that uh, that customer or platform would basically, at the ingestion point of every new item, scan against their existing library that they've already generated the, these uh, thumbprints for, so to speak. And they can rapidly seek out things that are similar. Um, something that kind of makes us stand out a little bit is uh, those, there's that simple problem of one-to-one -one where you can find a you know a complete duplicate. And, and that, that's also easy and not, but it is kind of the most simple aspect you need to take care of. Our, our stuff, our tech allows us to actually look at assets that might have been manipulated from assets 
I'd say from like a 70% difference point. So if someone took a dragon and removed some of its scales, added a couple extra legs, put three heads on it, and decided to put it in their game, they, they, they've stolen it off someone or ripped it off some other game that exists. We're actually able to kind of, I'd say, trace that back to some of its roots, where that asset came from and, and how it was manipulated. So that, that's kind of, that, that summarizes it from kind of overall functions functionality standpoint yeah that makes sense i'm curious you know for either of you can take this like what's the origin of the story here why did you guys decide to start working on secured and, and working on this company nice uh actually you know what i'll, I'll, I'll jump in on that one I'll okay jump i'll jump in after this stuff yeah okay sure um you know i think you know what makes us kind of unique and the right people for the job per se is that uh both of us and our other co-founder otis Parrick. um uh, have been in the 3D modeling and, and content creation space for over a decade, you know, and even going farther back, um, working in AAA gaming, film, and TV. Um, you know, myself, Nigel, and Otis, we were all part of a company called Disruptive Publishers, which was uh, a leader in gaming platform personalization. So, if you've ever um, heard of uh, or familiar with Xbox avatars or PlayStation themes, um, we essentially built the content for those marketplaces. So uh, like on Xbox avatar marketplace, I think we were upwards of like 75% of the top grossing um, avatar items. And uh, that was a combination of both of our original content, but also working with a ton of licensed content partners like brands like Warner Brothers, DC, HBO, uh, NBA, NHL. Um, so, you know, I mean, I think I think it's it, we've got a bit of an intimate knowledge in, in building and, and publishing 3D assets. And and um, that kind of was being in that space was kind of the tipping point. Um, and then, Nigel, if you want to maybe get into kind of like the reason why we got started. Yeah. Yeah. So being in these ecosystems, especially uh, jumping into Roblox early on seeing how they were depending on their uh, their users for their content. We, we started thinking very, very forward um, from what's coming in the next five years to what the matrix might need out of startups. Like who's going to need to management or, or sorry, how are we going to need to manage this content as it's all turned towards kind of a user generated community? Obviously with the, uh, the kind of pickup of the metaverse and virtual worlds and buzz we saw the last couple of years, it kind of, kind of uh, solidified some of our vision. But yeah, coming from that ecosystem of user-generated content, we started to see how easy it was for people to rip each other off. And what we saw was this wild west of just kind of insanity. And I, I and with us having our experience working with brands, I couldn't see how they could feel safe in these spaces, right? We couldn't see that. So we kind of took all that experience and started really forward thinking about you know, a solution that a startup like ours could uh, kind of wrap its head around and where we wanted to go with that. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how, where we got to where we are. That's kind of like where you, where you came from, where it started, but I'm curious if you were to look out into the future, five, 10, 15 years, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in as a company? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the vision, the vision has kind of been the one of the constants through our kind of an entire manifestation of our company, which is a good thing because that's what it's supposed to be. But, um, you know, ultimately our, our vision is to kind of build up, help build a future where creators, IP rights holders, platforms can all kind of build, share and monetize their work um, without the risk of theft, manipulation and infringement. So, you know, Nigel kind of touched on it. Um, 3D content is 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 booming. It's exploding right now. Um, tools are becoming a lot more accessible. There's a lot more creators entering the space. Um, UGC from a from a platform perspective is being um 
a, a lot more accepted. So like a lot of platforms that kind of had those closed walled gardens are, are now seeing UGC as an opportunity to kind of build larger communities and build more content. Um, so where, where, where we kind of see ourselves plugging in is like, you know, we, we want to be that gatekeeper um, that can help to kind of not only keep individual creators safe, but brand IP safe, but also give platforms the ability to scale and grow to accept more content because the content's going to keep coming. And when you when you when you when you think about things like um, generative AI creators and kind of that recent explosion uh, of content, it's just going to keep flowing and keep flowing. And moderation has to be able to scale and account for that. And that's where we we see we see ourselves kind of filling in to kind of solve that problem. Hundred percent. And if uh, you know, if you're, if that's the vision, you need some help to like make it happen, right? So my question for you is, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Are you looking for investors? How can the community help as you uh, go about uh, doing accomplishing your mission? Cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I think obviously being the obvious one being early stage. You know, I think if if there's anybody in the forward thinking founders community that um, think there's a fit with an investor or group of investors. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, have you pass them our way or, or let them know about us? Um, and honestly, you know, I, we we also kind of saw this as as a great vehicle for us to to grow our founder network um, and connect with other founders who have kind of been through the fires, learn about their highs and lows, best practices. Uh, you know, despite our industry experience, this is kind of our first foray into building a company through um, investor capital. So. Uh, if you're remotely interested in in who we are and what we're doing, we'd love to hear from you. And for my last question, maybe Nigel round us out. If people want to hear more about you, uh, learn more about what you're doing, find you online, where can they find you? Do you guys have like a website, social media, email address, tele telepathy? You know, how can people reach yeah. out? So, so I'd say all of the above. Um, we got secure.ai, our website. Um, we've got some video content and uh, it, it breaks it down pretty Pretty straightforwardly. Uh, the other thing is LinkedIn. Feel free to reach out to Natasha or to Natasha or I uh, anytime. I love to talk about the product. I think we we're at a position right now where we'll be launching a pilot program in the next uh, eight weeks or so. Um, I'm always open to discussion and seeing how other products can kind of integrate our solution and build together. Um, the pilot program is going to allow us to uh, develop alongside these 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 budding ecosystems. So yeah, it's, it's a great time to collaborate and yeah, feel free to reach out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it and best of luck building this out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate the opportunity.